0: Welcome to Inspecting Paradise, the show where we discuss home inspections, real estate, and share some of our craziest stories and experiences in the inspection industry. And now, here's your host, owner of the Home Boss Inspection, Tim Lauer. Lauer. Hey, what's going on, guys? Tim Lauer here. I got a special guest today, Reed Rogers.
1: What's going on, Reed? Hey, got not, not a whole bunch, just uh, having fun and joining life. Awesome!
0: So we got some exciting stories. Reed does real estate uh, services. Could you elaborate on
1: those a little bit? Yeah, so I do the drone aerials with video, with background music, not just snapshots. Drone cool. Do those as I well. love drones. I love it. It's just an incredible thing being able to know that that thing is in the air and it's doing something I can't do myself on the ground.
0: That's right. That's right. And in the inspecting industry we just started bringing drones on board to help with roof inspections. And it's been great in the Gulf Shores, Orange Beach, all along Paradise, because there's these three, four story homes that you wanna get up and see that roof on, but they're not safe to walk on a lot of times, especially being that close to the beach or depending on the situation. And what I've found, and I'm not sure if you found it either, a lot of people like to gather around you when you start to fly the drones. Oh, yes. they, you know, as a certified drone pilot, you don't need a lot of distractions while you're flying these?
1: Uh, no, there's, there's some things that happen sometimes that get to be a little bit funny, and I have one of those I'll tell you when you're ready. Oh,
0: yeah. yeah. No, that's great. That's great. So, yeah, you just got to be cautious when you're out there flying that you don't get too distracted because you are controlling an FAA-licensed vehicle in the sky. So, yeah, let's get into your story a little bit.
1: Uh, yeah, so it was about, I guess, about six months ago. I had the drone up, and I was... Uh, filming for one of the condo units for an agent. It was in a large complex, and I'll tell you, it was the, the Lighthouse Condominium Complex. Oh, beautiful condo. And the the unit was actually on the 16th floor. Oh, wow. So I had the drone in the back, filming from the, the unit itself on the 16th floor. And then I hear a four-wheeler come up behind me. And as the four-leader approached, I looked and glanced over, saw it was two police officers in the four-wheeler. Okay, And so I figured already out there, probably going to question me about something or just, hey, how are you doing? Well, the drone's on the 16th floor, and it is above one of the pools. Okay. And I look down, I have 58% battery life left on the drone. So Mm
0: -hmm. how much time is
1: that? uh, That much time is about another probably 10, maybe 15 minutes.
0: Okay. So not a ton of time.
1: Not at all. And so the officer stops behind me. I hear the four-wheeler pull up, and it turned off. And he goes, sir, can I talk to you for a moment? And I said, yes, sir. And I looked at the drone. And I looked back at the officer, looked back at the drone, back at the officer, because <laughs> I had a decision to make. Yeah, I've got this drone above some kids and everybody on the pool below. But I'm at the height level where it's legal. Yeah. And I said, I looked at the officer and I said, okay, I, I'm, he wanted to talk to me. And I think he walked up. So I said, decided to keep the drone there for a moment and I could always bring it back this way if I needed to and he said and those
0: things hover in place amazingly you yeah, let them go and they got 13 sometimes 13 satellites on them and they'll just hover right in place yeah the,
1: they the higher end drones they do they just stay right in place where you need them and so there's a lot of benefits from that as well well the officer he said certainly you have a permit to to make that flight I said well My apologies, sir, but you don't have that kind of ordinance here, and yet. And I said your next-door neighbor does, but you guys don't yet. And I said I'll be happy to show you my 107B FAA license, and if you want, and I'm gonna show you my business card. So yeah, let me see those. So he took and looked at it and sat down next to his partner, and I guess they were talking about something and. But he didn't make any calls or anything. So he handed it back to me. said, Okay, I'll have to check into that. Well, the, the drone industry is so new still as far as regulations and ordinances. That's right. That sometimes even those officers don't even know. Yeah. So I, I don't, I, he did, I feared he would keep my card. Yeah. And maybe take a picture Follow of the up license with, yeah. or whatever. But he, he didn't. He gave them both back. Well, at that time, I looked back and looked down, and I'd had about to like 40 percent of my drone battery left and then just started bringing it back and he told me to go ahead and carry on.
0: Okay good.
1: Well a lot of people just don't realize it. It is illegal for the FAA regulations. It's illegal for anyone to do any commercial business or fly that drone for anything outside of their own home. That's right. When it's on their own property or their own home that's recreational and that is allowed. You do not need to get the FAA 107B certification.
0: Wow! So, and the, the certification process is pretty big test, pretty big deal to go through.
1: Yes, it's sixty questions. They give you an hour, and it's one hundred fifty dollars. Pretty much everywhere, everywhere that you go in the United States and get it. And if you fail it, you have to wait two weeks and reapply again for another one hundred fifty dollars. Oh, wow! There's some things out there to study for it. And what a lot of people don't realize. There's a great reason for that. I mean, if you've got, especially right around here where we are, around the beach, if you have a first responder helicopter coming by, yeah, or you got the the Blue, Blue Angels. Angels, yeah, yeah, they're coming by here. They sometimes get at low, low altitudes, and it's allowed for them. That's right. Well, by the 107B laws, we can, we're, have, we have a ceiling. You can take your drone up to 400 feet max. And all of the higher-end drones, they won't let you exceed that. It'll tell you you are at max ceiling. Yeah. Well, if you're up in that though, and you've got a helicopter coming by, and it's for an emergency, and it hits that, you you may cost some people some lives. Yeah. And if you were caught doing it in an area where you where there's an ordinance, it, it's been up to a five hundred dollar fine, and they can take your drone.
0: Wow. So they'll just keep the drone, fine you. You might you probably have to go to court. Who knows what else might come up. Yeah, so, exactly. But yeah, it's, it's important that when you guys are getting real estate videos done, that you're using somebody who's FAA licensed to do it. Because the last thing that would want to come back is that you hired somebody off the street. Something bad happened. You know, I've heard horror stories of drones catching on fire and landing on people's roofs. Like that's the last thing you would oh, want yes. to, want to happen during that. But, um, you know, it's just a funny story. You walk up getting shook down a little bit on the beach right in front of the lighthouse. I can kind of see myself there and leaving that drone flying in the air while you're doing it. It's great technology, but it's also a little unnerving when you, when you got to, you know, take your eyes off the, the controls as well.
1: Uh, yes, and what made that even worse is the drone has a built-in return to home feature. Yep. So if the battery gets down to a certain point. However, I, I took off at the front of the oh, okay. complex. So if I had, if the battery had gotten down there low enough there and I wasn't around there with it, the drone was going to go up to a certain altitude, go over and attempt to land the same spot. And I wasn't there because I was with the officers. Oh, wow. So
0: that triggers a story I remember. I got a call one day from one of my home inspectors and she's on Ono Island and she's doing this insurance inspection. So she's got to get up and get a picture of the roof. Well, When she took off, she didn't have enough GPS signal to know where she was. So when she went over the roof, it made that her contact, her home point. So she always hit back to home. And this particular day, it thought the home point was over that roof because of that's when the satellites picked up the drone. So she hits back to home. It comes back, lands on the roof, and lands at such an angle that she can't retake off from the roof because it's a metal roof. So Uh. she calls me. It's about three stories up and you know she's over there she's got her telescope and ladder out and she's trying to fish it down with uh, I think she had something in her truck I'm not sure what but she couldn't quite get to it and it's a metal roof and I remember calling Ryan Cherrier with Operation Reconnect I knew he lived on Ono Island and I said hey Ryan I got this situation and he jumped on it like he was on a mission you know he's, he's military <laughs> ex-military Uh, He's in the, I believe was in the Air Force. He runs Operation Reconnect out of Floribama, and he just jumped on it like it was a mission. Got over there, you know, was like uh, over and out. You know, I can't remember the phrase he used, but it felt like we were on a mission together. And he got over there, brought some stuff, fished it off the roof for us, and, you know, got her out there safely and the drone back safely. So I remember joking with Brian, mission accomplished. (laughs) at the end of it but it was it was a pretty cool story that just kind of pops up in paradise sometimes
1: oh that's awesome i actually was able to get it back i I hear stories every week about somebody's drone that crashed or
0: just flew off on its own and didn't come back
1: and of all things i don't know if you've heard this you know the drone's worst enemy have you heard this what's that eagles and falcons oh
0: yeah i've heard that i haven't had any attack mine yet but i'm That'll be interesting to see if you ever have one swooping down on it.
1: I have, I've had it circling around, and what you're supposed to do is not go down. You're supposed to go up. Really? Because okay. what they do, they fold their wings in, and they make a, head, you know, a dive toward okay. their prey. Gotcha. And so if you're at that point yeah, you're in trouble and you don't want to go you know, stay parallel and move straight, you want to either move up or, I've, I've learned in my training, you, you go toward them. Wow, yeah, so that's
0: something new I've learned today. That's right. great advice. Because out here, you never know when you're going to stumble upon an eagle or something else that may be, yeah, an may be thinking that you're coming after their their eggs or their young or yeah. who knows what it is. Absolutely. Cool. Well, again, Reed Rogers, thank you so much for joining us today on Inspecting Paradise. And we'll see you guys soon. Thanks, Dan. I appreciate it. Thank you for listening to Inspecting Paradise. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you are looking for a great opportunity to own a successful franchise, Homeboss franchises are now available. For more information or show updates, check us out on Facebook and YouTube at Homeboss Inspection.